One way to maintain your lifestyle in retirement is to make sure your plan evolves with you. On today's show, we'll highlight some steps to take to help you get there. Welcome to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. And welcome into The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm Chrissy Peardis, your consumer advocate, and joining me is Chris Longworth, principal of the Financial Education Group. He has been a financial educator for over 10 years and has got over 45 years in business experience and acumen. Chris, how's it going? Chrissy, it's so good to be with you again. It's it's going well. It's a great day today and always a good day to, to wake up and be alive. Absolutely. What you just mentioned in the beginning of the show is something that is so important in terms of considering planning for your retirement because the day-to-day kind of adds up, right? It does. It does. It really, having a a plan that is flexible, that has options within it that can move and flex with you, uh, it draws to mind a a conversation I was having with a, a great couple this morning, and they had many questions that, you know, he's a few years older, about eight years older, and he's already retired, and she's still working and wants to retire but really is a little on the younger side. She's only 60 years of age, but she's been working for over 35 years and she wants to slow down a little bit. So having a plan that is flexible enough that can accommodate such desires is really a key element today. Absolutely. And it seems that there are kind of some key areas that should they be prioritized in a certain way or they're just areas to watch out for when you're hanging up your 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 work shoes and retiring once and for all. Yeah, there's a few things you need to be mindful of when formulating a plan. All well-built plans really need to be focused on a couple of different aspects. One of them is that income piece. What options do you have? Are they guaranteed? Can you lose money? What happens if you do lose money? How does it affect your income? All of these are questions that people bring every day to us, and we're happy to answer each and every one of them. And they're very, very highly specialized answers based on their particular circumstances and situations. So again, having having those questions be answered so that you can formulate those actionable steps so that you know what to do and when to do it, like you know, how do you how do you maximize your catch-up contributions? Can you do something now to, if you have a few years, what are the options? You know, simply increasing is one way, but increasing it in the right direction really can make a huge benefit. Making sure that you're getting that compounding effect on your money in the last 10 or 15 years can make a huge benefit. So it's just really knowing which, which retirement accounts uh, you need to be focused on. And then when it comes time, you know, which ones you want to draw from. There's an order to things. I always like to, to say that I learned that order to, order of things from my grandmother. Um, it's a great little story I'll share with you real fast. And sure. we were in the kitchen one day and um, grandma, you know, all grandmas love to cook. My grandma was especially that way. And she made a chocolate cake that was just to die for. A sheet Ooh. cake with walnuts and nice chocolate frosting and it oh, make my mouth water thinking about it. Me so too. 13 years old, I'm standing in the kitchen. I'm mom, the mixer. I got to mix the bowl and lick the spoon. And that was my job. And I did it well. <laughs> and so one day we're standing there mixing and I'm noticing that she's putting in some ingredients. She hands the bowl to me, mix it up, 
takes the bowl back. She puts in some more ingredients, hands the bowl to me, mixes it up. She takes it back. And about the third time of this process, I just asked her, I said, what, you know, why the back and forth? Why can't you just dump everything in there, mix it all up at once, and let's just pour it in and see, you know, we can just make a cake. And she looked at me with those loving eyes that grandmothers do, and she said, honey, let's do that. And so she dumped everything in. I mixed it all up. That mouth-watering, luscious cake did not emerge from the oven. It was brownies. Now, I like brownies, but it ain't cake. It is not cake. It wasn't the intended outcome. So all of a sudden, I looked at her, and she's giggling and laughing. And I said, what, you know, what happened? And she said, honey, this is the best lesson of life you will learn. This is what's called the order of things. There is an order to all things in life, whether it's baking, whether it's planning, whether it's living, whether it's anything that we do, our daily existence, there's an order to things. And so understanding that the natural order of things is what we really must pay attention to if we want to be successful in anything that we do. And so when it comes to retirement planning, there is an order to things that we must pay attention to. Plan well, and every day is Saturday. Plan poorly, and you wake up to a life of Mondays. Give that one some thought. I think that's something that everybody can relate to, enjoying enjoying their Saturdays. But there are some workaholics out there that might just want to keep... Keep working. Determine whether or not, you know, can 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 I still work even though I've been planning for my retirement at X age? I love those questions, Christy. Um, again, strategy is everything. Think of think of retirement planning as the as the ultimate chess game and thinking out your your moves well in advance of ever making a move. That way you then get to maximize all of your opportunities and make sure that you're never at jeopardy. So if, if you want to continue to work, there is a way to do it. And there's a way to do it and maximize all the benefits along the way. There's also a way to do it that is quite disastrous. If you make a certain selection too early and you want to continue to work, you are penalized rather heavily to do so. So again, it's, it's just understanding what you can do, what you cannot do. If you want to continue to work, then you must wait to draw certain assets like social security, for instance. If you, It's really the only one that, that really is of concern in this environment or this situation. If you want to continue to work, and let's say you want to draw income at 62, the early age, what happens then is you literally limit how much money you can make by working extra to only $18,500 a year. And every dollar over that amount that you earn, you will be penalized on your Social Security income, $1 for every $2 you make over that limit. So if you're working a a $65,000 or $70,000 a year job, and you think, you know, you're 62, I'm going to draw my Social Security income and have some extra money, think again. You're going to pay it all back in a penalty and... That just is not smart. It also limits your ability to get more money later in life when it counts the most. So drawing early is not always your best choice. Conversely, waiting till full benefit age at 67, then draw your benefit 
and you can continue to work and make as much money as you like without penalty to your Social Security income. Now, you're going to claim it as income. There are income penalties that we must be mindful of. And when we're drawing Social Security, if we make over a certain amount, currently it's uh, $34,000 a year for uh, individuals and $44,000 a year for married couples, you must claim portion of your Social Security as income, and it will be taxed as regular income if you're still working. It's really information like this that this is why you want to give our listeners an opportunity to sit down and review their individual plans for their retirement. Because finding out if there's any potential red flags down the line that could cause them problems and give them a heads up, that's something that's incredibly valuable. And making this accessible to our audience is what you care about the most. So you're offering a consultation with at no cost and no obligation just by calling 800-980-2215. That's 1-800-980-2215. You can also go to thefinancialeducationgroup.com or themoneyprofessor.com and check Chris out. See what he's done. See a little bit about who he's worked with in his career, what what he's interested in. And it always comes back to helping people and teaching people. And I think that's very noble. So 1-800-980-2215. And Chrissy, those are good, you know, good call outs only because it is the it is the unforeseen part of life that generally comes and gets us when we're not paying attention and we're not looking Planning for that unforeseen is a key element in an overall plan. And then again, making sure that it's well understood what your desire is, what you want to see happen. Be clear, be detailed. And that's really where we can be of most most help and assistance is making sure that those dreams, those details come to life and that's what we're working and slaving for. That's what our blood, sweat, and tears are for, is so that when it comes time, we can enjoy the rest of our days and uh, not have to be worried about that blue vest retirement plan. Absolutely. You will receive that comprehensive financial review for free. Take advantage of this offer. It's just one call away. one 800 980 15. There's really nothing to lose. You're going to get a review that shows you where you're at now. But even more importantly, it's going to give you a map of where you need to be. And it's going to show you how to get there. See if you and Chris Longworth are a good fit by calling 1-800-980-2215. Chris, what's coming up next? Chrissy, in the next segment, it's going to be focused on how to navigate your retirement in a volatile market. And that's not an easy task. When we come back, we'll outline some ways to get you the kind of retirement you've always wanted. And welcome back to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I'm Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate, and joining me as always, is Chris Longworth, principal at the Financial Education Group. He has been a financial educator for over 10 years and has just about 45 years in business experience and acumen. That's incredible. I mean, like, that's 
and and you look so young too. Sound so young, look so young. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Christy. It's um, it's just a passion that I have of helping those who are are seeking truth and facts about their money, about how their investments work, about how planning should be done properly. And you know, right now with the volatility that we're in and we're finding ourselves, I mean, it's it's no secret if you do a Google search on you know how to how to handle these types of market swings and volatility you will get millions of returns of bits of information on how to invest and how to spread your money out and all of these different things but the root of the problem is they're still based in the tool that is at 100% risk so volatility is really more about thinking about two things is what is the purpose of this money what does it what does it have to do what must the money do? And then really making sure that the financial tools you're using are perfectly adapted and in, in alignment with that desire for the money. So simply put, if we want quality of life to continue at current pace, we must use tools that foster that and guarantee that. Otherwise, we, we don't have that as a certainty. We have it as a can-do maybe, could start with, if you're lucky. How long will it last? Not sure. And that's really not the questions people need to be entering into retirement with. So so in terms of investment allocation and knowing the risk that you're exposed to, would you say that is one of the most important areas of the financial review that you offer? Yeah. Is that one of the focal points? It is, Chrissy, only because remembering that there is a timeline that we want to be mindful of when we're planning for retirement. Ideally, the more conservative you are, the more time is needed to readjust and get yourself in position for the for the blessed day when it comes. And simply, it's just, you know, if we had 20 years of time, that would be ideal. 15 years will work. 10 years, I can, I can make it work, but you really must be disciplined. And so keeping in mind that the shorter the time frame, then we really have to be exceptionally focused on our input. If I have more time, I might have better options. I can probably start with a little bit less because I have time to let it compound and grow. But if I'm waiting till the very end, if I'm in that 15-year zone and I want to, I waited till then to plan for my retirement... I must be exceptionally disciplined. I must have assets to put forward. And you must be able to maximize a plan only because we don't have the time to have that compound effect. We still get good compounding. It's just not as good as 20 years of compounding. Is there a way to avoid the tax element that goes with investing? Or is is that illegal? I guess I'm not really sure how to navigate that one because That's a great I don't want to to raise any red flags with Uncle Sam. No, and there's here again there's there's a couple different ways to take a look at this. There's there's the idea of how can I say this? There's the idea in taxes of two different schools of thought. Okay. We're going to evade paying taxes, which is highly illegal and I do not recommend anyone evade the tax man. Do not do that. All right, I'm making a note right now. Or we can learn how to avoid 
taxes, which is exceptionally legal and very doable and very easily done if you know how to avoid them, there are a couple of different ways that one can avoid paying excessive taxes throughout their retirement and also remembering that taxes are going to be one of the most expensive pieces of your retirement if it is a deferred program. We live in a very heavily taxed world. Income taxes, property taxes, sales taxes, county taxes, taxes on taxes. I mean, it's it's becoming quite problematic out there. So again, taxes become one of those larger expenses that we always focus on. And we certainly can develop ways to help people avoid paying unnecessary taxes. But again, be clear, it's never a good thing to evade the tax man. Please do not do that. And sitting down with a professional like Chris, you're you're able to help work together to make the best decision for you and your personal financial position for your personal retirement income plan. And we have a limited number of vacancies on our calendar that Chris keeps open specifically for our listeners each week. So give us a call. 1-800-980-2215, 1-800-980-2215, and no evading taxes. Got it. Rule one. Chris, where else should I be concerned about risk in my financial planning? Chrissy, that's one of the magic questions that uh, people ask us, and I love to answer, only in the fact that we look at, if you are doing something, what are you doing? Is it risk-based? And then we're going to examine that. If it's, if it's a strategy to try to weather some kind of, of market volatility, we really must understand that risk, by the very definition of the word, is one word. I have a lot of times we examine with folks and we'll start asking questions about what they're doing and their market that they're in or the investments that they have. And I ask them simply, do they understand? And they, oh, yeah, it's very low risk. My guy has very low risk. And that's or medium risk, or whatever the risk level is, they have a level of it. And I I always marvel at that, that they're very keen to tell me, but it's very low risk. And I simply ask them, do you, you know, have you ever looked that word up in the dictionary, risk? And so let me give you that definition. There's two of them. Okay. It can be used in two different ways. One is as a noun, and then one's a verb. So as a noun, the word risk simply states a situation involving exposure to danger. Wow. Stops. It stops right there. It doesn't say there's high, medium, low, depending upon where you are. It doesn't say anything about that. It just simply says a situation involving exposure to danger. So that is the true definition of risk as a noun. Now, how about thinking that money has to do something? Money is an active thing. Money, money moves and money does stuff. So now we have to look at it as a verb. So what does risk mean as a verb? Expose someone or something valued to danger, harm, or loss. It ends there. Wow. So as a verb, we're exposing someone or something valued. I would bet to think your retirement account is pretty valuable to you. And we're going to expose that to danger, harm, or loss. That is what the true definition of risk means to you and your planning so simply ask yourself, if this is money that I must live on, if this is money that must provide that quality of life, it certainly must last all of your life. 
Ever in your mind will you be able to find a place of reason or logic where we're now going to take the very money that must produce this quality of life, and it certainly must last all of your life, and place it at 100% risk 100% of the time that you could lose any portion of that money, does that seem reasonable in any way? Not to me. And that, I mean, that seems very, very scary. That's the poke in the forehead right between your eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it like that, but it is literally poking you in the forehead. There is the truth and facts of what people do not consider. And they should have that question be asked of them every single time. Ask yourself the question now again. Does it seem reasonable at all in any way to take the money that I must live on for my lifetime, and it certainly must last as long as I do, and put it at 100% risk 100% of the time that I could lose any piece of that? I'm sorry. I just I can't find the, the logic in there. You know, and again, the, the quality of life money is what we're talking about. The money that must happen. Keep the lights on. You got to eat. You got to drive. You got to have insurance. You want to go somewhere. You want to take a trip once in a while. You want to live your life. You want to maintain the quality of your life. You simply must be thinking about the volatility and how that affects it. And it does affect it. Taxes affect it directly. You know, there's a, a, a gentleman that I follow quite closely and have trained with extensively. That would be Ed Slot. If you remember that name, Ed Slot, look him up on YouTube. He's written a few books. The latest book that Ed has written and updated called The New Savings Retirement Time Bomb. It's sorry, the new retirement savings. Savings time. time. I'm sorry. No worries. So the latest book that Ed has updated, the new retirement savings time bomb, really goes into detail as to how volatility and risk and taxes affect retirement income and in fact take away a very large portion of it over a lifetime of distribution if you're not using the correct financial tools to distribute that money. So it's kind of simple in its idea. It's really conceptual. It's something that when we work with folks, they really get their heads wrapped around very easily. Because again, as a teacher of the topic, I try to make it exceptionally simple for people to understand. I know that the language and the jargon can be quite overwhelming. I have that commented to me regularly when I ask folks about what they do have and what they do know. And they really, they're confused for the most part. They know they need to do something. They're just not sure if they're doing the right thing. I think that's a very common, it's a fact that this is not something that is taught in a classroom. And I learn more and more every time that we talk. And that first step of sitting down with a financial coach, it's something that's, you're really aligning your goals, prioritizing your future, and really taking an important look at risk and how much risk tolerance your retirement can handle and whether or not that needs to be reevaluated. So give Chris a call, 800-980-2215, 1-800-980-2215. Sit down, no cost, no obligation, and review your individual circumstances and see if it's a good fit. See if there is anything that maybe you had overlooked or you wanted a second opinion. Chris is a phenomenal teacher and he really wants to explain things in practical terms. So you can also go to his website, themoneyprofessor.com or 
thefinancialeducationgroup.com. Yeah, Chrissy, one last thought that the questions that are asked of us most often, one of those questions is about safe income. What can people do to develop a safe income stream for their retirement, something that they don't have to worry about? And there's a few different ways to do that. So really? again, it's, it's, it's not that it cannot be done. It's just knowing how to do it and what tools are readily used to facilitate that. So there's, a, there's various ways that it can be achieved using various different types of methods and strategies. So again, it's really what comes down to is uh, that suitability of what's best for you. This is why we take that deeper look and really want to understand that individual's personal situation. What is best for them is going to be like a tailor-made suit or a fine dress that is expertly crafted and fitted to every portion of you. Um, that's really what we want to do and, and what we want to help people feel really comfortable about and, and have confidence about their plan. Absolutely. It's 1-800-980-2215. 1-800-980-2215. Chris, what's coming up next? Going from acquisition to distribution of your retirement dollars is a big change. It can also be financially stumbling if you're not prepared. We'll break it all down when we get right back. And welcome back to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. I am Chrissy Paradis, your consumer advocate, and here as always with The Money Professor himself, Chris Longworth. Chris, you talked about stumbling a little if you're not prepared with your finances, I'm curious, what are the, the top five missteps or mistakes that, that you try to help clients steer clear of when planning for their retirement? Chrissy, one of the things that we try to really focus on is, is getting ready for that event. It is a process. Planning properly for retirement should be something looked forward to, should be something that you get excited about. Reality is we find it to be extremely fearful for most people. They're scared to death to even really explore much of the details until it actually is a week before. And then they decide, well, we better figure this out now. And it should have done it 10 years earlier. And so, again, there's just a few things you really want to be mindful of. Number one, guarding against market declines and volatility. Not doing that is like a slap in the face just before you want to exit. And last year, actually 2020 was a great example of that. In June of 2020, we had a 35% correction. I had a number of teachers that were retiring during June. And out of the group of four, we had a 35% correction. Each one of them averaged a loss of about $75,000 a piece from their retirement accounts on the way out, as they're leaving the job, stepping through the door into retirement, you're handed a $75,000 know, slap in the gut. Oh, um, that's, that's horrible. Plan for that. It's going to happen. And you have no control over the timing of when the market is up or down. And if you are exposed to that kind of risk, there is good statistics to show that the majority of the time, it is in a down spot as you exit. So being being mindful to guard against that, making sure that 
the quality of life money is not exposed to, to that kind of risk is going to be a key element. And then secondly, thinking of thinking of certain investments as, as safe can be a, uh, just a huge mistake all by itself without the understanding of what that investment does. So a uh, few folks recently have come to me and said, Chris, we're, you know, we're going to buy bonds. Our, our advisor's telling us to go buy bonds. And I question that only because the relationship between interest rates and bonds are direct. As interest rates rise, bond values fall. And so why would you want to get into that environment? Um, I don't see interest rates coming down anytime soon. In fact, they're scheduled to increase over the next eight years. So that creates a bit of a, a quandary for, for some that are looking at that. And then assuming that that one type of tool is better than another, assuming that certain types of financial strategies are are better than another without really exploring it is a major faux pas that we see people make. And there again, they they think they know something, they're guessing, uh, or or worse than that, they listen to a talking head on TV or ah. you know, listen to a salesman try to pitch something without getting the truth and facts of how how does the tool actually work? What is the design of the tool? What is it designed for? Thinking that every financial tool has that design to it. So what is your intended purpose? What do we need this money to do? And it really circles back around to make sure that we're using financial strategies that feed into that desire. And that gives you the greatest chance for success. What is the The, functionality of it? Exactly. The functionality of what does it do? I mean, thinking again, most tools in the financial world do physical things. So financial tools, like financial a, investments. Like an annuity, for example? An annuity is one example. The stock market is a different example. Um, any other invest, your bank account, your CDs, those are all examples of how you can grow money based on your desire. An annuity is one of the 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 financial tools is probably the, the most misunderstood or misrepresented financial tool in the bunch. It simply is just not well understood. It is not well represented. It is not well used. When it is all of those things, when it is understood, when it is well well applied, when we are using it correctly, it can be and is shown to be one of the greatest assets that one can possess in the simple fact that it will grow your money safely. It will provide a lifetime of income distribution without fail. That is the base core of the design. So not a bad thing to think about if that's what we're after. The worst part, Chrissy, the worst part is not having a, an income plan at all and just having a pile of stuff. And I've seen people with over a million dollars in their retirement accounts with without a plan of distribution. And 10 years in, that million dollar account is now down to, you know, 350,000. And they're only 78 years old. Wow. I, I mean, and that so that's crunch time, I'd, I'd imagine. It's, it's the perfect example of the law of diminishing returns. They're consuming their money faster than its ability to grow back you will run out. It's just a matter of time. So this is where, again, having that distribution plan, having a well-built, well-designed plan that literally will forego any of that 
ever happening to you is going to be one of the most valuable things that you can add to your plan is a distribution of the asset when it's time. The other thing to think about is a major concern, and that's the long-term care effect of when we get old, we need extra help. The fact is the last two years of your life are going to be the most expensive time of your life. You're going to spend more money on medical and your exit than you, than you can possibly imagine. It can be exceptionally crippling to a portfolio if it's not protected properly. So there again, having a well-built plan encompasses all these things that we look at, not just income distribution, but how about the what-ifs of life? How about the unforeseen part of life? Statistically, that is what is going to take away the greater part of your wealth is the thing you did not plan for. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's embracing the plan B or the plan C if things maybe don't, plan A doesn't work out for you. And our goal here at The Money Professor is to help you make the best decision and identify any red flags, potential hazards, or roadblocks, anything standing in between you and that dream retirement that you've dreamt of and planned for. So you can give Chris a call and get on his calendar and have that no risk, no obligation, comprehensive financial review. Sit down with Chris. He's offering virtual appointments as well. And make sure that you are prepared for whatever life has to throw at you. Again, no cost, no obligation. 1-800-980-2215 or themoneyprofessor.com. And just take that first step and reserve your spot on the calendar and sit down and see if it's a good fit. Chrissy, it's really all about the timing of the events. So everybody listening here today, just remember that, that it's the timing that really will set the pace for how much you can have and when you're going to be able to draw it and how long it will last. Those are all timed events. And understanding that focusing your plan around that will definitely give you an advantage for the long run. Has there been a significant increase or decrease in the cost of long-term care after retirement, uh, just with the volatility and inflation that we talked about the last two weeks? I'm kind of thinking there might be some trend. There is, Chrissy, and this is a, a survey that was done by Genworth in 2021, and they were taking a look at just the changes in the current few years that we are in. And so typically... If you need care, on an average, it has gone up as much as 12% in some areas of healthcare. Like if you need, you know, home health aid, if you need somebody to come in and actually help help you recover, uh, 12.5% increase over 2021. So costs are are going up every day, and that's the effect of inflation. And it's really hard to measure the hard costs because it is so volatile. It is moving forward rather quickly. And I mean, just like an assisted living facilities, it's it's literally sixty or seventy thousand dollars a year now to get anything of, of value or quality. If you want to have a a semi private room, you're talking almost a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh wow. That's a big chunk of change. It, it's it's probably more than most people are making and have made in their working life. 
And when I say to you that, that exiting this world is not cheap, this is what I'm talking about. When it comes to the end-of-life services, if you are not well-planned, if you do not have that well-thought-out, I literally have seen it consume more than half of a, of a couple's assets. And then remembering that the one that exits is no longer here. They're not going to be the one suffering. It's the one that's left behind that has to then try to survive on that much less. And with the emotional strain, it can be absolutely overwhelming if it's not planned out very well. An expert, a professional like yourself. So when you connect with Chris, you're, you're going to sit down and you're going to receive a comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now. Most importantly, this review is going to show you a roadmap that's going to get you where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Sit down with Chris, sit down with the folks at the Financial Education Group and have that conversation to get your own. I like the tailor fit analogy because that's exactly what it is. A tailored retirement plan that factors in your financial position. Call one 800 or you can go to themoneyprofessor.com set up that appointment for your no cost, no obligation, comprehensive financial review with Chris Longworth. Chris, I think this is your favorite segment coming up, if I'm not mistaken. Time once again for questions from listeners, that and more when we come right back. professor with Chris Longworth. We are in our final segment today as this show has just flown by taking your questions and letting Chris do his thing as the money professor because they don't call him that for nothing my friends. So I'm going to just start throwing these at you if you don't mind. Let's let's hear him. I know there's a few folks that got a few questions and uh, let's see who we can help today. All right we're going to start with Bob in Seattle. Bob says I'm a little bit torn about how to approach my retirement planning. On one hand, I really want to understand all of the details about my plan, but I've talked to a couple financial advisors who act like I should just let them handle all of the details. Am I being a control freak by wanting to know everything that's going on? Bob, that is the, (laughs) there's a question of the mind that I've always asked myself. Why wouldn't somebody want to know every single detail about the quality of the rest of their life. And yes, my friend, you should want to know every detail about what's happening. How is it going to happen? What is the plan? What are the investments? What is the guaranteed income that I'm going to receive? How much money can I lose? Those are the things that really matter. So we can certainly help you figure that one out, Bob. Give us a call and we'll be happy to take a look at what your plan is or what you would like to have as one and certainly give you some peace of mind. And no, you're not a uh, you're not a control freak by any measure. I believe everyone should want to know what is happening. Shirley's question: I am considering cutting back to part time work. I am 63 years old, and my husband passed away a few years ago. Would it be possible to receive his Social Security benefits and still work part time? Shirley, first off, my condolences for your loss. I, I know how challenging that can be. I I have walked 
quite a few clients through that minefield. And so our hearts are with you. And it is something at 63 years of age that you want to be mindful of about considering to work and drawing Social Security benefits, even survivor benefits drawn early and 63 is still early has some penalties to that. So you really want to make sure you understand those caveats and make a make a decision based on what will happen, not make a decision based on what you think might happen. So let's examine that and let's be very precise here, Shirley. Give us a call. We'll be happy to walk you through that one. And again, Shirley, that number 1-800-980-2215. Also, themoneyprofessor.com or thefinancialeducationgroup.com. We're going to go to Ross in Edmonds. Ross says, why does a bond lose value due to government interest rate increases and advancing market conditions? Great question, Ross. And as we discussed previously about investing and the types of investments and what the relationships are, bonds are directly related to interest rates. As the Federal Reserve changes that rate upward, bond values go downward. So bond values fall in a rising interest rate environment. As inflation kicks in, bonds suffer rather heavily because of that environment and the fact that they're stuck at a very low interest rate. And as those interest rates increase, those values decrease And that is not going to be beneficial in a rising cost environment of inflation. When when were bonds kind of thrown into the mix financially? I I feel like that might be a history lesson lesson I missed. Yeah, no, it is, Chrissy. Bonds have been a a, a, traditionally bonds have been the go-to safest type option, realizing that they are at risk as every other investment is at risk to the subject of the economy through those interest rate relationships. The safety part is you can't lose the principal dollar. Your bond is always guaranteed at what you paid for it. How it grows is what's affected, and the growth rate can be exceptionally low. So there again, it's it's rather safe by comparison that you cannot lose your principal dollars, but you're it's almost as fruitless as a CD at the bank where you're only getting a a half or three quarters or even 1% uh, return on those dollars. It's just a very low earnings environment, but it's rather safe. So again, it's, that's why people started to use them and insert them is that they, they had to have some hedge to retain their value somehow. And so the marketplace came up with, with this as their best bet, where again, a, a, a more balanced mix between Simply put, a TSA, a tax-sheltered annuity, and the right kind of other mix of investments really does produce the highest amount of monthly cash flow that one can hope for. And that's the whole purpose of retirement planning is to draw monthly income. And so there again, if we want to have the highest amount of monthly income possible, we simply must use the tools that foster and, and facilitate that. Education is going to be the key element that gives you the greater chance for success for the rest of your life in retirement. Tackle that conversation head on about your finances. Sit down with Chris and take advantage of this incredible offer. It's going to 
show you where you're at, and it's also going to show you a map to get you where you need to be. 1-800-980-2215, 800-980-2215. Erica and Rebecca are standing by, and they will take your call and get you an appointment with Chris on the calendar. Question from Teresa in Mount Lake Terrace. Teresa says, I'm 59 years old. I have no credit card debt, no children, three cats, and my house is paid off. My net worth is $500,000. I'm hoping to retire in three years. I'll have $3,000 per month pension. My social security is estimated to be at just over $2,000 per month. My expenses are around $2,000 per month. Do you think I'll be able to retire at 62? Teresa, that's a great question. It it looks as, you know, from all appearances, I love that you have your debt under control, remembering that debt is the greatest killer of wealth. So carrying debt into retirement is almost certain pain and suffering. So I love that you're you're entering debt-free. Um, I'm a, I'm, I have a, a pet fan myself, so I have a cat. I can certainly appreciate the cat's. Uh, I love the house is paid off as well. You're in a great spot. The net worth of 500000 I would certainly want to understand that a little bit more and you know, see how that is structured for you and whether you could draw some income from that until your other benefits are maximized. Now, keeping in mind, you mentioned pension here. I'd certainly want to dive into that, knowing that most pensions have an age of maximum benefit and then an early draw age. And if 62 may be an early draw, which may be a reduced amount because you're drawing early. So we'd want to take a look at that and really examine that very carefully as well. And then the fact that your social security is estimated to be $2,000 a month. Again, I would want to really understand that better. And is that at the age of 62? So if that's at 62, then that would tell me that the age of 67, the full benefit age your benefit's going to be closer to twenty-eight dollars or $2,900 a month. So the difference between the two is significant. And again, you want to make sure you're very clear about that. It, should it be a choice that you make at that time? Because the money that you give up is not money that you will ever get back. That literally is money left on the table. And at $800 a month, over a 30 to 35-year collection of Social Security, that can add up to well over $150,000 a year, I mean, $150,000 over your lifetime that you're not going to spend. It makes for a very expensive choice. It seems like there's not really much wiggle room with those numbers, right? There really isn't. And it's when we talk about these kinds of numbers, it's what I call exceptionally precise planning that must take place only because there is no room for error. If she wants to exit at 62, she may be able to if she has enough guaranteed income happening to facilitate that. If she's at risk and she's trying to distribute dollars through this volatile environment we're in, it may not work out so well. She may find herself having to go back to work at least part-time to cover whatever losses she's incurring. So this is the thought that people need to really consider is that even at you know 59 or 60 years of age, if you have enough and it's well done, Exit early may be an option. If it's not well done, it certainly will be the beginning of a disastrous trek. We've tackled a lot today. So uh, if if anything has resonated with you, 
if you've been considering your financial situation and getting a better handle on things, is lockdown time on the calendar. If you prefer to have a virtual appointment, Chris is accommodating. Make that phone call at 800-980-2215. If you have any concerns at all about what's currently happening in the marketplace, the volatility, or your exposure to risk, Give us a call. Let's have that conversation because now is the right time to be talking about those topics. Wonderful opportunity. So make that phone call, 1-800-980-2215. Chris, any last thoughts? You know, Chrissy, it's really about understanding that this whole process is designed to discover and uncover the truth and facts about what you're doing, if you're doing something, if you're not doing anything, It's discovering the truth and facts about how does it work and why is it important. So if if those are questions that you have asked yourself at any time or are continuing to ask yourself now, quit asking yourself, start asking us. We're here to help. We are happy to do so. Remembering that we serve all those who serve and we are very honored to serve everyone's needs. So please give us a call. We're, We're happy to help. Chris Longworth is a certified financial education instructor and provides general information, not individually targeted, personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Chris Longworth is a licensed insurance agent in life and health products in 22 states. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through the Financial Education Group. By contacting the Financial Education Group, you may be provided with information regarding the purchase of insurance products.